you know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly... Uh, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, look, I don't know about you, but when I hold on to some negative feelings, it really starts to impact my day to day. Mm. I get a little snippy and short with the people in my life. Things start to really feel overwhelming. And look, it's just generally not great for me or for the people that I am interacting with. And I do find that my time in therapy is a real safe space to get those things off my chest and figure out how to work on and work through things that are weighing on me Mm. or maybe weighing on you. For example, like I have actually really been working on mindfulness in therapy. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Easier said than done, but that's the work, right? Like just learning about kind of like really creating a breathing practice and paying attention to my physical body and my feelings Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and to learn productive coping skills. If you're thinking about trying therapy, try BetterHelp. It's convenient and accessible anywhere because it is 100% online. All it takes to get started is filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you're not vibing with the therapist, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Forever35 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Forever35. Hey, hello. Welcome to Forever35. 
a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. It's true. And please remember, we are podcast hosts, not experts. And we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. And if you would like to reach us, our voicemail and text message number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And you can visit our website, forever35podcast.com. For links to everything we mentioned on the show, please follow us on Twitter at forever35pod, on Instagram at forever35podcast, and join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash forever35podcast. And don't forget to sign up for the newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. It's a free newsletter. It's a free newsletter chock full of Forever 35 goodness. Yeah. You really just get like our vibes in your inbox as the Gen Zers say. You're going to yeah. catch a vibe for us. We're all about the vibes. We're all about catching vibes. Mm-hmm. I don't I truly, when did vibes become a thing that everybody says? I don't know. Isn't it weird that like now that's a cool thing to say? It is kind of, it is, you're right. I don't know. It's just like. Uh, well, I know that like, <laughs> and they're always talking about like vibe checks. <laughs> like, I don't know. You're right. They like vibes. They like vibes. They like fits. Like, why can't we just say outfit? I, I'm, I'm turning. Mm. I know I'm turning into like an mm. old grumpy man yelling at children to get off his lawn. But I really, <laughs> the older I get, and I know I'm only 42, but the older uh, I get, the more I'm just like, I just keep coming back to why, why, why are baby teas back? I don't get any of this. <laughs> I just don't fucking get it. <laughs> Oh, Kate, I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. I know. And it's not, this is not a planned rant. I just, I I, I love an unplanned rant. (laughs) I'm just really like, I I do feel like you start to feel left behind by popular culture as you get older. And I just, it's like Mm. happening to me in a lot of ways where I'm just like, what? Why? then, Then I think then you kind of realize that you just don't care and you can kind of be secure in that knowledge and like just be happy with the nostalgia that nope. you have. You're not, you're not happy no. with that. I, no, no, I care. This is part of the problem is right. like, I don't feel more secure in my forties. I feel mm. insecure and I care. <laughs> you well, know, everyone, you know, you're still in your very early forties. I you think give like it some time. All right. You are older and wiser. I, I will. am older and wiser. <laughs> Um, no, but I'm just thinking about how I saw today that there is a tour the new kids on the block have put together uh-huh. with Salt and Peppa, En Vogue, and Rick Astley. <laughs> and I was like, wow, my 12-year-old self is like very excited about this concert. But like also my 44-year-old self is excited. And I'll tell Hell you yeah. why. Okay. I mean, a, the music, but B, I think there is going to be something like really comforting 
and nice about being in an audience of fellow middle-aged ladies. <laughs> yes. I'm assuming yes. that it will mostly be middle-aged female identifying people at this concert. Mm-hmm. I would assume. Um, and like, I don't know. It's just gonna, it like it, there is gonna, I think there will be some, and I'm, I'm obviously talking as though I'm definitely going, but like, I do kind of want to go. I mean, we're going, right? We are you going. You sent me the right? link. I, I want to go. Yeah. Um, I will cry listening to new kids. And like, they're just, please don't go, girl. Mm, you have a better voice than Joey McIntyre. Oh, why? Thank you. Uh, but those blue eyes, I can't compete with those. You don't blue have eyes. those. Those nope, baby blues. Um, yeah, like, there is just something comforting about feeling like you're amongst your age people. I'm at the age where that feels comforting. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because the other annoying thing about getting old is like we, we actually heard free your mind in the car recently. Like we were all driving as a family and Anthony and I were like, you all need to listen. This is the fucking greatest song. This song was a huge hit. And I just like, my mind was just blown remembering how huge En Vogue was. They mm. were huge. They were huge. And my kids were just like, what is this? <laughs> I was like, you fuckers. You don't even respect En Vogue. Why are we like, culturally too, like when is En Vogue going to have their moment? Their redux. I'm real oh. up today. I mean, maybe it's at maybe. this concert that we're going to go to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, did they? They didn't have a Vegas residency, did they? No, that's, I don't think they did. And I'm, they were so huge and they have so many smash hits. They do. They do. Although, okay, here's the thing. They are, wait a second. They are performing. They are performing again, but I wonder. Hold on, I need to get the. Okay, they're performing with Keith Sweat in November. Keith Sweat. Um, they like they're still touring. It looks like. I mean, maybe I just have not been doing a good job of supporting them through the years. I mean, look, maybe that's the issue. I think it looks like they toured with Boys to Men. Looks like they toured with Belle Biv DeVoe. So. Oh, that, that would be a good lineup. That those would three. be a good lineup. I mean, uh, you know, I think, I think they're there if you want to find them. Well, you and I aren't going to go to this concert. We are going to go to this concert. And like, frankly, I'm excited. I might get a little drunk. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take a lift. <laughs> we're gonna take a lift. <laughs> you know what kind of night <laughs> we're having? We're calling a car. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I get hope- that. Oh yes, Dory, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I hope they have some kind of like specialty cocktail. Oh, I mean, at the I think it's at the Hollywood Bowl or the Greek. There is like a giant sangria that you can get in a very large plastic cup Ooh. that I have had. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not at the, um, it's not at an outdoor venue. Oh, okay. It is at, it is at the Staples Center. Oh, great. Downtown. So we'll just have a real downtown night of it. (laughs) You know, maybe the reason I'm feeling so like 
old and in my old but my old skin suit right now is because I bought a Costco sweatshirt, which I'm wearing unironically, and I love it. I, I saw love you it. wearing it on a Zoom the other day. It's so soft and it's got a great deal of stretch. You know how some sweatshirts you put on and they're like taut? Yes, yes, yes. This one has like such luxurious stretch. Costco would know. They know. The Kirkland Signature brand's going to deliver. They want you to have that stretch. It's such a great sweatshirt. So I I have been wearing that like every day because it's, I don't know, it's just cozy, but it, it might be stylish. I can't quite tell if I look ridiculous or cool. Listen, Maybe I'm, I'm really happy for you. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you you're so, so welcome. much. All right. So you're going to give us a report on waking up early today. Yeah. So we had talked about how, well, I copied your intention. From I mean, that's fair. That's how this Wednesday's podcast episode. Works. I said that we were going, I was going to wake up early once this week and I, I kind of had vague plans to do it this morning, but I, it was like I knew last night mm. that I just, even though I did get into bed like relatively early, you know, I didn't sleep very well and I just kind of knew that it wasn't happening. Mm. So, I don't know. What time did you end up rising? I got up at like, time did I get out of bed? 6.45? Oh gosh, that's still quite early. Seven, maybe, maybe seven. Um, yeah, I think it was around six forty-five. So, but yeah, I didn't. Um, I was, you know, I I was going to work out before my day started, like with Henry, and then that just it just didn't happen. In order for that to happen, I think I have to be awake at five forty-five. Hmm. It's so So, hard to that is early. That is early. And I would like even sometimes when I sort of wake up at 545, I don't want to get out of bed at 545. No, no, you want to sit there or at least I want to sit there for an hour and look at my phone. Yeah, I want to like read or just sort of like lie in bed with my eyes closed. Mm, Sounds nice. So anyway, I just want to give everyone an update. Keep everyone updated periodically on this on this endeavor. Um, However, in other news. I did learn that the coffee shop near my house does not have Wi-Fi, which... What a blessing. What a blessing. Exactly. Might initially seem like a negative, but I think is actually a huge positive. (laughs) Oh, did you go there and get work done? I did. I got like actual work done. It was wonderful. So... I feel like this 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 why this Wi-Fi free coffee shop could be my secret weapon. Your savior? Yeah. Yes. Did you just kind of stumble upon it? Well, I had gone there a couple times before, but I hadn't been doing work on my computer. Um and so I didn't realize that they didn't have Wi-Fi. And then today I asked when I got my coffee, I said, is is there Wi-Fi? And they were like, no, we don't have Wi-Fi. And I was like, huh. And then I was like, actually, that's great. <laughs> that's great news. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I feel like having these spaces that allow us to disconnect are actually like, that's like a privilege, right? To be able to yes. go somewhere and not yes. have to be connected to Wi-Fi. 
Yes, and not have to be answering mm-hmm. all the time. What a dream. <sighs> yes. That coffee so, shop knew what you needed. They did. So anytime you want to have a Wi-Fi list work sesh, you let me know. I will, because it really does help. I mean, today is the day of the Facebook and Instagram outage. And I keep like by memory, muscle memory, trying to open them. And then it's like, this website's down. I'm like, oh, totally. right. I could just like do the work I have to do and not mm-hmm. freaking see what my friends are up to for the 50th time today. Yep. Although now Facebook is back. Well, I'll talk to you later, Dory. I've got something to do. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, let's take a little break uh, because when we come back, we've got more Gilmore Girl talk. Just a touch. Oh we've just okay. got a touch. We're going to get into all sorts of things. We're going back to the kissing convo. We've got some I arm mean, hair questions. Uh, there's it's just going to so be much. fun. It's going to be fun. Okay. We'll be right back. I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass, but this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 Lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, 
our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get oh, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. 
and they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. All right, we are back with some interesting voicemails, as promised. Here's the first one. Hey, Cat and Door, just walking my dog in the woods behind my house. And I hope I don't cut out and that you can hear me. It's really beautiful out here today on this beautiful fall day. Um, I'm calling because I don't want you to be so hard on yourself about not um, watching shows like Gilmore Girls or Grey's Anatomy um, because I used to be a really dedicated watcher of Days of Our Lives. My husband and I would watch it every single night. We would TiVo it, if you remember the TiVo. And um, then all of a sudden, we like were welcomed into the world of streaming television. And there was just so much out there that was so much better. And I really regret wasting so much of my life watching Days of Our Lives and thinking that it was good TV. Um, it was just a habit, really. And so I just want to say there is so much out there. Um, I mean, I love the Gilmore Girls. Uh, I would also recommend that you watch it. However, um, we just have access to so much good TV that sometimes it's just uh, better to find the good new stuff than going back in time. And there will always be more and there will always be better. So it's just my two cents. Thanks for the pod. Love it. Bye. Well, that's a healthy perspective. It is, but I had to chime in as a former Days of Our Lives fanatic to question if we've ever discussed how wonderful soap operas are on this show. Like, have we ever discussed how they are like magical healing creations? No, because I have never really watched soap operas, so I don't think I would have that much to contribute. But I'd love to hear your perspective. <laughs> well, thank you, Dory. Oh, you're welcome. You, I, my mom was a Days of Our Lives watcher, and so I got, I think I just got sick, sucked into it on like days I would stay home sick. And then mm. I became like a compulsive watcher over the summer. I'm, if I didn't have to work, I'm not sure like when was I watching it because I always had jobs in the summer in high school. Mm. I, I honestly don't know. It's not like we had TiVo, but I w- was an avid days watcher. And then when I, once I did start having like a DVR situation, I would tape days. I also watched Passions. Wow. Okay. And like the uh, the regularity, I think, is what's so wonderful. Like just knowing you're yes. going to be there every day is so comforting. And I hadn't thought about days in so long. And then this listener mentioned Days of Our Lives, and I was like, "Oh, I've got it. I should probably start watching that again." Yeah, because it's right because it's every day, so you really become very invested in the storylines and people's lives. Yeah, you are living. I mean, with the Brady's, like mm. you are, 
you are in it. You never yeah. know when Stefano Demira is going to come around and mess shit up. That's Jennifer Aniston's dad. Although I think that actor, no, he's still alive. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. I know. I, you know what? Sure. I would love. I would love to hear from people who still watch soap operas because I feel like they've they've lagged in popularity in the last ten years, especially with streaming. And you know, like there's so much. Like this listener saying, there's so much to watch. That it's not like, you know, we sit and watch our programs every afternoon anymore, but ooh, baby, if you're a fan, you're a fan. Right. That's all. Yeah. Talk to me. Maybe you're a general hospital. Maybe you're a young and the restless. Maybe passions, which is the most bonkers one of all, resonated with you. Is that the Australian one? No, that's an American one that came on after Days of Our Lives where like, there was like a witch and she would make like puppets come alive. It like made no, it was absolutely wow. absurd. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. All right. We have one more, uh, Gilmore girls thought with a question tacked onto it. Hey, Kat and your first time caller here. Uh, my name's Courtney. I'm from Florida. Um, I'm 28, so I'm not in the thirties club yet, but, will be very soon, very excited, and you ladies make it seem like it's the best time of your life, so very much looking forward to that. Um, calling in because I heard that you haven't watched Gilmore Girls, and I know you already played a voicemail reply about not watching some TV shows. However, I have a suggestion for how to get through those long seasons. One of my favorite things to do during the fall specifically is to put on Gilmore Girls. It just feels right. It's in a small town. I mean, they have the best character, like, I don't know, embodiment. Um, and sometimes it can get a little slow. Sometimes their personalities can get a little annoying. But I've watched it through a million times. <laughs> and honestly, you can keep it on in the background and not exactly watch and not miss that much. <laughs> but you can say by the end that you've seen Gilmore Girls and it will make you feel like the right thing is on in your living room as you're doing chores or cooking or whatever you need to do. It just feels right because it has the fall vibe pretty much year-round. Um, and I think you'll love it. Their characters are really fun, really awesome. Poppy, quit it. Sorry, that was my dog. Um, and also wanted to ask if you have any, like, and exiting your 20s, going into your early 30s, night cream recommendations. I've switched around quite a few times. I also have, like, a titch of rosacea. Poppy, quit it. Sorry. <laughs> oh. um, so I don't know if you have any recos there, but would love your insight and expertise. All right, that's all. Thank you so much for hosting such a great podcast. I've been listening for about a year now. Um, you've really gotten through me through the pandy, the pandemic. Um, and hopefully you play my voicemail. But if not, much love to you both. All right, bye. Okay, I have so many favorite parts of that voicemail. One, obviously, is Poppy. <laughs> yes, thank you, Poppy, for making your opinions known. My other favorite part is when they said, the pandy and then explained the pandemic as if <laughs> you know we are we are old 
You know, we did just establish that we don't understand the language and the lives of the youth. So exactly. And as this, a 28 year old, you right. are included in that. Yeah. yeah. So I, pre- I guess I should clarify and say, I do appreciate you explaining your song. All right. So Dory, uh, thoughts. Thoughts on Gilmore Girls? No. Or thoughts Gil- on entering her, her 30s? I've moved on from the Gilmore Girls conversation. Okay. All right. I, I, okay. we, we can watch it if we want. Yeah. Or, or yep, we yep. don't have to. We can visit Stars Hollow or whatever the heck that fictional town is when we're ready. Yes. People have made their opinions very clear. Um. Well, first of all, yeah, I do think your 30s can be pretty great. Um. I think I I found them to be um more sort of like they're uh, especially once I got into my mid 30s I felt like things were sort of like stabilizing like I didn't have any ha- have as many like high highs and low lows I still mm. had like highs and lows but it wasn't like the like manic melodrama all the time Mhm you know Oh I so, remember yeah, so that that felt good. Um, in terms of advice, I mean, Kate, I feel like you've talked about, um, like getting your your financial stuff in order. Oh yes, which I think the is like a least good, fun thing to do. The least fun thing to do, but I think as you kind of make your way into your thirties, it's like a good thing to just kind of like be aware of and. Like, are you saving for retirement and are you paying off your debts and, and just kind of like having an inventory of where you are. And I think that's really, I think that's helpful. Definitely get that will done. If you haven't done that, your will and trust. I mean, it's like, again, the least sexy uh, self-care. Also, Uh, but just. For the record, that was something that I did not do until I was in my well into my forties. So yeah, we did ours like uh, well, we did ours like. Kate, you we also had a child at like thirty-one, so like yeah, you were kind of in a different place. What the hell was I thinking? You just wanted to like get it done. I did want to just knock it out. <laughs> I will say my thought actually, and this is a thought I haven't had about the thirties, but in my forties is, I I personally would love it if we stopped putting these kind of like broad declarations of what each generation of life means. Like I, I'm Hmm. starting to kind of resent the conversation where it's like, when you're 40, you don't give a fuck anymore. And like everything rolls off your back and you just chill. I don't feel that way. (laughs) And I, and I don't think that's true for a lot of people. And, and it's also great if it is true. Like I think that is fantastic, but I do think life doesn't, life often doesn't change just because we are aging. Sometimes it does, but like also I I think sometimes we're going to feel the same in a lot of ways at (laughs) aging doesn't guarantee personal growth, I think is what I'm getting at. And no, I mean, I think everything is like a process. Like you still have to work, you still have to work on it. But I do think that with age often comes more of a perspective on things. I do agree. I do think there that a perspective 
helps. But I do think sometimes we, we pull, there's a lot of expectation that we're, we're going to be relieved of a lot of the mental grief we put ourselves through as we Mm, age. mm -hmm, And I have mm -hmm. found that not to be true. And so if your quote unquote thirties are not, you know, what they've been hyped up to be, that's also okay. Yes. I think that's, that's a great perspective. And I'm just going to slide down my soapbox. <laughs> you came you came prepared with a lot of soapboxes today. I've got a literal soap opera box that I was on earlier and <laughs> now one about aging. All right, well let's let's switch gears uh, a little bit um, and share this email that we got. This person wrote in and said, "Hi Cat and Door, can we talk about arm hair? I'm a 31-year-old woman who has always had visible arm hair. It's not super dark or coarse, but I would say it is noticeable to others around me if I'm wearing a short sleeve shirt. I have bleached my arm hair a couple times in the past to lighten the color and to hopefully hide it a little bit, but it has not really bothered me until lately. I thought everyone just had arm hair and that was that. I have never thought about removing it by waxing or shaving, but I recently found out some women do. I saw an article about a celebrity who was, quote, breaking beauty standards by refusing to remove her arm hair, and I was left puzzled. Is this something that I should be doing? My mom and my sister have no arm hair. And of course, I got mine from my dad. So I never grew up seeing women remove arm hair. Just wondering what your arm situation is like. Is this one of those situations where everyone does what they are comfortable with? Do most women have no arm hair like my mom and my sister? Don't those women get cold? What do other women do who have visible arm hair? Remove it or embrace it? I feel like I just never learned the social norm. Maybe there isn't even one. Thanks. I'd love to hear an open conversation about what other women do. Sincerely, a girl who hopes people aren't judging her hairy arms. Okay. Wow, we've got a lot here. There's a lot here. I mean, I guess the first thing I would say is to the extent that you can, I would try not to get too wrapped up in what some women do as and I'm putting that in quotes, but as you said in your email that you recently found out things that you recently found out some women do because like everyone does different things. You got to do what makes you happy and what makes you comfortable. And when it comes to this stuff, I don't think that there is like a should or a must. If you feel like waxing or shaving your arm hair, by all means, go for it. But if you don't, then don't. Yeah. And if you want to know what I do, I don't do anything. I just let my arm hair live. Same. And I I guess maybe... Either I, I'm having like a vague memory of like, once did I shave it? Or am I thinking, am I confusing myself with a girl I knew in middle school who shaved it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh. I've been so self-conscious about hair in certain parts of my bodies and then not about others. Like there's no rhyme or reason. I used to shave, I shaved my knuckles and bleached my knuckle hair for so long, which feels so strange now. I don't care now, but you know, mm. people are self, we're all self-conscious about different things and we're also, made to feel self-conscious about different things, yes. you know, some passing comment that someone makes about the hand on your hair, excuse me, the hair on your hand when you're like 10 years old can like torment you for your entire freaking life. I really love so much, Dory, your 
advice not to pay, not to worry too much about what quote other women do. Mm-hmm. Because there's always this, well, I don't know. Have you experienced this? I have where all of a sudden you realize like many people have been doing this like beauty thing that you had no idea existed. Like, yeah, I mean, this was like the whole theme. This was like a theme in my book. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, right. Like there were all these things that, that, especially when I was like a teenager, that I was like, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> like, and as a teenager, you know, I was so like insecure and felt like I had to do everything that everyone else was doing. But yes, I felt like this all the time. And now I, I'm just kind of like, wow, like who has the energy? <laughs> I mean, the upkeep of hair removal is <gasps> such a pain in the ass anyway that it, like, if you want to add to your, add to it, go for it. But like, you don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like 28 when I found out that people straightened their hair. I think I just thought people had like, you know how like stick straight kind of like layered hair was hot in the eighties. I mean, not 80s. Was hot in the aughts. Yes. I was like, really? Because I felt like feathered hair and perms were hot in (laughs) the 80s. (laughs) And I I think I'm thinking specifically for white women, too. There was like this like real like stick straight hair look. Well, still, I feel like the the keratin treatments, the the straightening treatment, the Brazilian straightening treatments are still something people do. I thought that was people's natural hair. Like that they just had Uh, stick. Like I would watch these videos, especially it was like sorority girls and they had like stick straight hair. And I was like, wow, how do they, what an interesting like genetic gift that they got where they just, and then my friend was like, no, we all use hair, like cheese, hair straighteners, cheese, C-H-I, you know, those hair straighteners. I had no idea. Yeah, there uh, there were a lot of hair straighteners. I remember. Um, I feel like I learned a lot also from the gym locker room oh when I God, was like yes. in my twenties and thirties, like watching women get ready for work. You're at that New York sports club, New York sports club, Equinox, like just people like busting out the the flat irons or the curlers too. The curlers curling also irons. blew my mind. Yes. Yeah, and like just like the the level of preparation and i was like wow that i mean i, I just didn't, didn't have the I, d- I didn't know and also like i didn't have the energy to to like spend 45 minutes doing my hair in the morning like that just seemed like a lot of time mm-hmm. i don't know but yeah i definitely did learn a lot <laughs> so much so what we're saying is it's okay to not know what you don't know there's so many beauty standards that have been imposed upon us mm-hmm. that feel inescapable and it can feel very confusing and overwhelming. And you don't have to participate in any of it if you don't want to. Yeah. Doesn't mean the pressure is not there, but you don't have to participate. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break and we'll uh, come back and hear from a couple of people about kissing. Oh, boy. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm. 
Okay. Which is okay. I know. Visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, we have returned with an email. Hi, Kate and Dory. I'm a week behind, but I had to respond to the listener who wrote in asking if it's even possible to rehab a bad kisser or if she can give her husband tips. It is and you can. When my boyfriend and I first started dating, I wasn't psyched by how he kissed. Fast, quick pecs, not relaxed, no tongue. Come to find out there was no French kissing in his last relationship, and that's what he had gotten used to. As we got more comfortable with one another, I'd give him subtle nudges here and there, asking him to kiss softer, slower, maybe a little more tongue, and asking him to follow my lead. After six months, I can say there's been a remarkable improvement. It may feel a bit awkward or uncomfortable to talk about. It's definitely not sexy, but the awkward, unsexy few minutes of conversation will be worth it, I promise. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. We heard from a few people who said it was possible to change and also found our like kind of somber negative reaction to be discouraging. (laughs) That actually you can really like initiate change. Uh, 
That's that's good to know. You know what I might say to my husband? I might be like, if you don't like my kissing, you should let me know, and we'll and I'll wow. work on it. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll be proactive in that way, or I'll just be like, deal with it. What if he's like, what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's like, now you bring this up. <laughs> Chances are that's going to be the reaction. Like, what are you talking about? And I'll be yeah. like, oh, there's a whole world going on on my podcast that you don't know about, and it's about kissing. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, let's hear a voicemail on this same topic. Hi, um, I'm calling uh, with just a tip for the woman whose husband is not a great kisser. Um, and somebody once told me that uh, great kissing is all about listening. Um, it's really like about paying attention to what the other person is doing and responding in kind. Like it's really a dance, right? You can't kind of barge in with your own agenda. And so I wonder if this woman could do some sort of thing with her husband in a sexy way where she's like, you know, I want you to just follow my lead, just respond to what I do. Right. Um, and, and sort of framing it as it's about paying attention to each other. It's about a give and take. And it's really sort of about listening to the other person's body. Um, and, and that to me is as close as I've ever heard to like a way to teach somebody how to kiss. Um, because it is so intuitive and instinctual, but, um, I will say that I think that advice has panned out well in my own life. And I wish this listener the best of luck because kissing is everything. Okay. Bye. I love you guys. I love Such good advice. I love and I love the passionate emotions that this has brought up. I do too. I really I've kind of like thought more about kissing in the last couple of weeks than I have since I was like, you know, a teenager. Yeah. Well, I guess it's time to make out. All right. That's, Not with each other. Well, I know, but I was just going to say that maybe this can just be a goal for people. <sighs> this could be a fun activity. Whether or not you have a partner or not. Maybe, you know, this is the activity Fine. for the week. Find someone to make out with. Ooh, I like it. If, you know, if that's something that appeals to you. If you if want. If it doesn't, that's fine. Well, Dory, this has been, as usual, a journey, a pleasure, a treat. Indeed. All the good things. Thank you for coming along with me on this ride. Oh, no. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.